Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin, and I am so grateful and honored that you're here today. From my own journey with infertility and loss to becoming a mind-body practitioner and holistic fertility coach, it is my sincere hope that I can help make your journey to conceive lighter, more supported, and easier by sharing deep emotional well-being guidance, doable conception tips, and real talk about what infertility and loss looks like. I'm here with you every step of the way. Now let's begin. Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. You may have seen me talk a little bit more about this on my Instagram profile. I'm super active on Instagram and I do a weekly Q&A every Monday, Tuesday. And on Fridays, we post just funny memes and things. So many people look forward to it in their stories every single week. So thank you for always letting me know that you love it. But you may have seen this on my Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, you can head over to at Robin Birkin and come and join me because I share lots of guidance, additional trainings, tips, uh, and things over on that platform. So today we're talking about some beliefs that can be a game changer for mental health. And these are some of the things that I've picked up and realized along the way that I think will help you too. So number one is you can't bully yourself into feeling better. How often has internally shouting to yourself, get back to sleep, you're ruining everything, ever actually helped you go back to sleep? Or eating something and then saying to yourself you're garbage why did you eat that you've ruined everything that piece of cheese that you ate is now going to ruin everything or why are you feeling this way you know you're not doing it properly you're an idiot (laughs) how often has bullying yourself ever helped you feel better right less drill sergeant more cheerleader So when we think of our inner world and our inner selves, so often their volume is turned up on our inner critic and completely turned down on our inner cheerleader or our inner voice. So how can we turn up the volume a little bit more on our inner voice and really speak to ourselves in the way that a caring best friend would rather than a drill sergeant. Number two is sometimes the rest is the work. We have all grown up. Think about some of the beliefs that you have around work. And I know that for me in particular, tell me if this is what you've grown up doing. You've worked really, really long hours. You've always done overtime, but then if you've had a sick day, you felt really guilty about having a sick day. Um, or you never want to take annual leave because then it's going to be tough for everyone at work. We've really been grown up with the idea that rest is unproductive. How often have you decided to take a day off or have a day off and just sat in bed or just sat and watched Netflix and felt really guilty because you've had this to-do list of all these other things that you should be doing right now, that we always have to be go, 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 doing things, right? We've grown up being taught that rest is unproductive 
and that our worth is tied to the amount of hard work that we put in, our hard slog, right? And it's a total lie. Anyone who has experienced severe burnout and exhaustion, maybe that's you, maybe you are feeling completely burnt out and exhausted by your fertility journey from all of the decisions that you have to make all of the time, from constantly having to rewrite what your future might look like, from constantly having to explain to people about what's going on, right, that you are not your most productive and effective self when you are feeling like that. To keep going without changing anything when you feel exhausted and burnt out is really hard and not productive. Sometimes the most important thing you can do, the number one thing that should be on your to-do list should be to sit guilt-free and rest, even if it's in the middle of the day, even if it's to just do nothing but sit on the couch or watch Netflix mindlessly. Sometimes that is literally the number one thing that you need to do. Number three, the biggest commodity you have is not money, it's time. So many of us are always stopping ourselves. We're always counting ourselves out of things because of money. But in actual fact, the one thing that I can guarantee to you, and this has been a big, huge mindset game changer for me, the one thing that you will never get back in your life is time. The one thing I can guarantee you'll have more of is money. At the root of what most people want in life, it's to be happy and to belong. But so often we're trapped by the belief that we cannot possibly invest in abstract things like therapy, like mindset courses, like the reset, like meditating, even though those are things that bring us the most happiness and connection. So we wait. We wait and we stay exactly stuck where we are. And then all of a sudden, before we've even realized it, a whole year has passed and we're in still exactly the same place that we were a year ago and hating that we're in the exact same space. Wouldn't you rather have tried? Even if you failed, even if you were still in the same place, but wouldn't you have rather have tried other stuff, right? Investing time, money to save time to get the shortcut is where the best rewards are. The one thing you'll get more of in your life is money. The one thing you will never get back is time. So one of the best investments you can make is in shortcuts to save time. It's a big, massive topic, but it's an important one. The next one, you can be worthy of something and also not receive it. Your worth and whether or not you receive something are not interlinked. We so often wrap our worth and level of success or perceived internal success on our external achievements, yet often the outcomes and whether or not we 
receive something is not within our control. You cannot, focusing on control and trying to control things is a short-term strategy, not a long-term strategy, right? So often we tie our worth into whether or not we get the thing we want, but it's out of our control. But that doesn't mean that we weren't worthy of it, right? It's not a reflection of whether or not you were worthy of something if you didn't receive it. It is unrelated to what you receive in this world. And more specifically, you can be worthy of a baby and it may still not happen. That doesn't mean you were any less worthy, any less incredible, any less amazing. They're not tied and linked together. And sometimes hard work doesn't equal success. Now, this is next one is one that I talk about all the time and one that I fly my flag on. You don't have to believe everything your brain tells you. Because 85% of what you worry about never eventuates. Of the 15% for whom the thing they worry about occurred, 79% said it wasn't the worst case scenario. So for 85% of people, it actually never happened. For 79% of people, actually, it wasn't as bad as they thought it was or it taught them a valuable lesson. That's a small minority of people for whom the worst case scenario happened and it was so super terrible. Also, though, 80% of your thoughts are negative and 95% are the exact same thoughts as yesterday. Fears are not facts. Thoughts are not facts. And this is at the core of what we teach in the reset program. You do not have to believe everything your brain tells you because not everything your brain tells you is truth. The next one, getting help for your mental health and emotional well-being is actually a sign of strength and not a sign of weakness. We are the generation who grew up being taught that big feelings needed to be cover up, covered up. We needed to go to our rooms if we were having big feelings, right? We were the big girls don't cry generation. And that if we admitted, we were taught that if we admitted we needed help through hard life experiences, that somehow that meant we had like a mental illness or we weren't well or we were sick or there was something wrong with us, when actually you can seek out mental health support, you can be not okay through hard life events and to have that mindset that you can't invest in being emotionally well in the same way that you can invest in being physically well and having optimal health doesn't always mean that you're super sick and you've got super huge issues. Sometimes it means that you are strong because you recognize that you are going to be at your best with mental health and emotional well-being support or strategies. The next one, which I've already touched on, is that hard work doesn't always equal success. Sometimes the harder you work, the more 
things go backwards. And this is massive for all of my clients. If you think of us as having these different buckets, right, you have your mental bucket and you have your physical doing bucket, right? What if it's impossible to get both of them to 100? What if by getting the physical to-do list hard work bucket up to 85% drains the other bucket to 10%? And what if a better strategy that resulted in more like points overall was to do each at 80% or each at 70%, right? That including rest, including mental health support, including, you know, this and that and not being perfect, maybe not being perfect and being okay with not being perfect was a better strategy to success, right? Sometimes the harder you work, the more you burn out. Maybe the harder you work, the more you are operating from a completely exhausted mental state And it is impossible to do everything in your life at 100%, especially for a really long and sustained period of time. Often, no matter how hard you work, outcomes are still out of your control. So if you can't always hard work yourself to success, surely it's better to do what you can manage and sustain And look at your life holistically because your mind, your body, all of it is actually interconnected and they're not separate things. What if they're all in one and nourishing one is also nourishing the other? So those are some of the beliefs that could be an absolute game changer for you. I hope that you take this. I hope you ponder it and really think of if there's one of them that you've had a bit of an aha moment on, take it, journal on it and have an explore of, you know, what your current beliefs and stories are, how you're currently feeling about it and whether, you know, there's any changes that you can make, whether, you know, what, I guess, lies on the other side if you can make some shifts and some changes in the way that you're approaching those beliefs or those stories that you might hold. I know that lots of you will be still stewing because I know that I am still like two years after learning it, that 95% of the thoughts we have are the exact same thoughts that we had yesterday. Let that stew on you. As you have thoughts today, ponder that as well the exact same thoughts that you had yesterday, 80% of them are negative and 85% of the negative thoughts you have actually never eventuate. Food for thought. I cannot wait to speak with you again next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Chat again same time next week. All right. Bye for now. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the Fertility Warriors. And if you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can come and find me at Robin Birkin on Instagram. I share content almost every day. I answer lots of your questions and I love hearing from you at Robin Birkin on my Instagram channel. That's all for me today and I'll catch you next week. Bye.